Hello and welcome to PodSpot, the UK's only HubSpot-themed podcast. It's a bi-weekly look at latest updates from HubSpot, practical hints and tips directly from the mouths of HubSpot users and partners. So this week, we take an exciting look into one of the biggest updates HubSpot have released in the last couple of years, and that's in my opinion anyway, and it is called Custom Objects. So here with me to chat about Custom Objects is, is Ramona Henry, who is a developer advocate at HubSpot and an expert in custom objects. So welcome, Ramona. How are you doing today? Very good, Matt. Thank you for having me. Uh, excited to get started and, and talk about custom objects. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, so thanks for joining me. Um, and just to kick off, can you just explain a little bit more about yourself and what you do over at HubSpot? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm a developer advocate. Um, I'm based in the Dublin office normally. Um, I'm the only developer advocate at HubSpot that's outside of North America. Uh, I'm based on the developer relations team. So we do a lot of work with our developer community uh, across the globe. Um, so we like to help developers build one-to-one integrations uh, with HubSpot app uh, we build one-to-many, help them build one-to-many apps for the API and CMS marketplace. Um, we help communicate any changes to our API or CMS to our developer community through a changelog blog. Uh, we also help product and engineering teams inside of HubSpot under- understand our developers better. And we do that with feedback and NPS surveys. And finally, we also help build uh developer-focused enablement content for our academy, uh, for our public documentations in the forms of tutorials and sample apps. And we also run events like API and CMS workshops and AMAs. Wow, that sounds like uh, it's very varied then. (laughs) Yeah, we have a lot of fingers and a lot of pies, but uh, anything kind of developer-related, like a lot of our customers are developers and a lot of our developers are customers. So yeah, we just kind of help enable them on, on the developer front. Brilliant. That's great. Um, okay, so let's get stuck into the core topic then, uh, which is custom objects. So I think just to start off, it'd be great if you could um, you could give our listeners just an overview of objects within within HubSpot um, and within CRM. So you know, what are objects within HubSpot? Yeah, sure thing. Um, So like if we think about HubSpot, it is really a database at at the back of the app. So it's a place where you can store information um, for your business. So HubSpot is a database that you can store sales information currently, marketing information, service information, and a little bit of CMS uh, information as well. An object is really a data structure inside of that database, and that's used to store any information that you like. Historically in HubSpot, we've seen our standard objects, which we call contacts, companies, deals, and tickets. And now we have a fifth object called a custom object. Um, So really an object is a container inside of HubSpot where you can store relevant information. Great, a very concise description, that's good. What makes custom objects different then to, to standard objects? Yeah, so like in some cases, and we've come across this over the years, where we have customers that want to store different types of data inside of HubSpot. So data that's not a contact, that's not a company, that's not a deal. And they've really struggled with that. We didn't really have a nice place for you to store that kind of extra data that you wanted uh, to help run your business. So custom objects give you that power to store any type of data that you want inside of HubSpot. So some examples of custom objects that we've seen recently and and over the last couple of months since we launched it is, for instance, if you wanted to store shipping information. Uh, So if you were 
a shop that kind of ran your business on HubSpot and you wanted to store shipping information about deals and products that, that you've sold, you can use a custom object to hold that shipping information. We've also seen like if you are a SaaS company, you could store your customer subscriptions in a custom object. If you're a real estate uh, business, you can store listings for houses or commercial property. Um, if you're a recruiting or a staffing firm, you could store job listings in a custom object. Um, or if you're tracking a sales process that manages like multiple locations, businesses or franchises, you can use a, a custom object to store that that complexity. Um, so yeah, it's just a really nice new way uh, that makes it really powerful for customers to store op, uh, traditional data that we couldn't fit inside of contacts or deals or, or tickets or anything like that. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we've seen a lot of our um, sort of more enterprise clients already implementing custom objects and get really excited by the idea of being able to bring in all this uh, additional data and all these additional objects that, you know, in a much, much more flexible way uh, within, the, within the CRM. Um, and, you know, our, our clients are absolutely loving the idea of, of custom objects and the, the um, potential in, in, in custom objects as well. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. Um, so just talking about um, how custom objects interact and behave with the other objects and the rest of the CRM, is the functionality similar to uh, contact companies, deals? Uh, can, can custom objects still trigger things like workflows? Is the functionality the same? Um, it's not completely the same yet. So we launched uh, custom objects at Inbound, which was towards the end of September this year. So what I can say is they're well on their way to being like a first class citizen uh, alongside the other objects in HubSpot. Um, so right now you could uh, create custom object properties. You can um, trigger workflows through a custom object. You can personalize like automation uh, for marketing emails with custom object properties, you can report on them, you can import them, you can even add notes and tasks to a, a custom object. It is currently in beta, so we are working on fleshing it out across the HubSpot framework. So things like list segmentation, um, adding attachments, user permissions, that they're things that we're kind of working on over the next few months. But it mostly has a lot of the functionality that a lot of the other standard objects have. Great, great. Okay, so when it comes to actually creating custom objects, it's it's not it's not a quick win. It's not a quick fix. It's not a, something that you you know you can set up straight away. There's a lot of planning that goes on behind creating an object, or there should be anyway. Now I know you guys have you've got a five step framework for for setting up a new custom object. So how important is that whole mapping out stage, the the planning stage, before going into a, an actual custom object build? Yeah, like it's super important. Uh, so I think like with custom objects, it's very easy to get excited because, you know, the creativity is there. You can store anything that you want inside of HubSpot. But I think before anybody should create a custom object for their business or inside of their HubSpot account, they should really kind of sit down. And um, we've actually created, as you mentioned, that, that framework. So it's a five-step framework to figure out, is a custom object the right fit for you? If it is, then right, let's define it, let's design it, let's create it, implement it and maintain it. So just to run over the five steps, the first one is design, second one is define, third one is create, fourth one is implement, and the fifth one is maintain. And if we briefly go through the steps, um, if we look at the design stage, um, like it's really about asking you, do I need a custom object for my business or for my account? Um, 
sometimes a standard object like a contact record or a company record which has the ability to use custom properties might be a better fit in the case but you know sitting down and even asking yourself that question um looking at the limitations you know you can only send email from the contacts object you can't currently send email from a custom object you know thinking about deciding factors like that at the design phase is very important um so really going through the ways that you can currently store custom data in hubspot so again custom properties on a standard object might be a better fit in this case uh, we also have some ways with other apis so we've got a thing called crm cards which allows you to create a custom card on a contact object or a company object and feed data from an external system into that card so you could have invoice information or you could have like support information from support tickets and it helps add context to the contact record um, there is some limitations with crm cards uh, you know you can't do list segmentation on it you can't do automation or reporting and data can only be updated in an external system uh, the other kind of thing to consider at the design phase is maybe the timeline API could be a better fit than a custom object. Um, so the timeline API allows you to store timeline events on contacts or companies. Uh, these are date-based events. Um, but, you know, again, it might let you do segmentation, but it could require a ton of development work to get that timeline API working. So I think the design phase, like thinking about is a custom object the right way to store your custom data in HubSpot and going through those options is a really great way to get started. Um, the next one is defining your custom object. So if it is the right thing for your business, um, how do you define your custom object? What does it look like? Um, how will it be associated to other standard objects? in HubSpot, um, how do you want to report on it, um, et cetera. And we've found that using an entity relationship diagram is the best way to map out what your custom object will look like. Um, objects can be drawn as boxes, so you can draw your custom object and you can use lines to, to denote how it's going to relate to other objects in HubSpot. Um, and I think a visual representation of what your custom object would look like and how it's going to work with the other objects is a really great way to, to get started. Um, and then from that point, you can decide on naming conventions for your custom object, like labels, properties, and again, really important associations with other objects. Um, Currently, the only way to define a custom object is using the API. So you'll probably want to have a, a conversation with a developer or some technical resource at that point. And then thirdly, um, you're ready to create your custom object. Once the custom object has been defined by the API, you can start adding custom object records in HubSpot. So you can do that like in the traditional sense. You can do it by uh, updating it in the UI manually, or you can import data via spreadsheet, or you can do it programmatically uh, via the custom objects API. And then once you're, you've got created and filled your custom object inside of HubSpot, you can start implementing it and using it. So again, implementation would be uh, using it across the automation tools. So in workflows, uh, using personalization tokens um, through workflows or through emails, uh, reporting on it, importing it, etc. And then the final step is maintaining it. Uh, how do you keep that data up to date? Again, this can be manually. So 
could be your sales reps updating it inside of the HubSpot app. It could be via a spreadsheet. So you could be importing data from an external system uh, into HubSpot onto your custom object. Or again, you can use the custom objects API to maintain your data. So hopefully that five-step framework is a good way to assess whether a custom object is a good fit for your business. And if it is, then it's a great way to kind of create it, uh, implement it and maintain it. Yeah, I, th- I think the, f- the five-step framework is really interesting because it just highlights how much prep and planning you do actually need to do before you even get to the, the actual build stage of it. And then even when you've got through and built the, the custom object, it's all about actually man- maintaining it as well like you said, and it, there is a, there's a huge amount of work that does go into it. Um, so it's, I think, you know, any sort of takeaways from this is not to rush into, into building custom objects and it always to sit down and sort of go through that sort of planning stage, that framework, that five-step framework, just to make sure that you do actually need to go through this development phase of building out custom objects in the first place. Exactly. And like a great way is, is to, you know, engage with a solution partner, um, who's done it before or who can help as a sounding board to help you plan that out. Um, we have a great 40-minute uh, uh, HubSpot Academy lesson led by Professor Kyle Jepson as well called Data in HubSpot. And it's really to figure out like custom objects and other tools to see if it really if custom objects are the right fit for your use case. So, you know, if you are thinking about using custom objects, it's well worth spending 40 minutes looking at this video and then deciding next steps for you and your business. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, okay, so uh, when it comes to actually being able to implement custom objects, then um, it's it's not available in all levels of uh, HubSpot subscription, is it? So um, do you have to be enterprise level business to get the most out of custom objects or can you use them on any other levels uh, of package at all? Yeah, it, it is uh, enterprise only. So that's enterprise across any of the hubs um, will ungate custom objects for your account. Um, and you can create up to 10 objects within your account. So um, anything below enterprise won't have access to, to custom objects at the moment. Okay, so we talked about before um, actually building new custom objects out. And at the moment, you can only do this via API, if I'm correct. So um, that basically means that if you're a business, you want to implement custom objects, you have to get development support or coding knowledge to set them up. Is that is that true? Is that the only way that you can actually set up custom objects right now? Yeah, right now you can only create objects via the custom objects API that we've uh we've released um you know that may change in the future uh, so there may be an option to to create them in app um depending on your level of comfort so i've seen like really tech savvy marketers sales and service teams out there who who can kind of work with apis in a way to to set up uh, custom objects but again like i would it would be depending on your level of comfort um if if you're feeling at all nervous about it i, I would totally engage with uh, third-party development resources or a solutions partner to help you set this up. Um, we also have some apps in the marketplace that help uh, create custom objects as well. So they like overlay a UI and, and almost like a multi, multi-step form help you set up that custom object. Um, I've seen other developers create them directly from our API documentation, which is interactive or using like API REST clients like Postman. But the majority of customers have engaged with like third-party development resources or solution partners to help them create their own custom objects. 
Yeah, and interestingly, that um, I remember um, just seeing just after inbound when this this got released that I saw an, a number of different uh, solutions providers um, doing videos on how you know just um, non-developers can actually use the API to to create objects. So there is actually if you I mean I can't I don't know what the the actual I can't remember what the links are the names are the website that this was on, but there are videos out there that you can watch that actually show you how to um, set up custom objects without doing any sort of coding or anything like that. And it is possible if you, again, if you are comfortable doing it, but um, I would suggest probably uh, going to a solutions partner or a developer to, to properly get this done if you're not comfortable with doing it yourself. Absolutely. But it is interesting though, how flexible it is um, in terms of, you know, that you don't need coding knowledge potentially to set it up. No, and like, our new API documentation is interactive, so it's built um, using a technology called Swagger, which allows you to make real-time API calls and get a response back from your connected account. Um, so I, I've seen those videos as well, and like this always surprised me when we release products is just the creativity from like people using HubSpot. Uh, so they went straight to the documentation, were able to create. Uh, custom objects directly from there so if, if that is your level of comfort feel free to try that um or again you know engage with solution partners or third-party development res resources okay great so is there a particular type of custom object that you think businesses should explore yeah like the one thing i would ask myself here in this situation is what am i struggling to store in, in HubSpot, like what data is really not fitting correctly within the contacts object or the company's object. Um, and I think, you know, custom objects would be the right fit if, if it is a difficult thing to currently store. Uh, some great examples, like, you know, I've seen people do amazing things with custom objects. Um, a big one is like for SaaS companies, we have a lot of SaaS companies using HubSpot. So they manage all of their customer subscriptions. So whether that's like a monthly subscription or an annual, uh, they've made a subscription custom object and they've stored all their data on that. Um, and the great thing about that is they can hook it up to a workflow so they can like send out automated emails when a contract is up for renewal or a subscription is up for renewal. So that's one great thing I've seen companies do. Um, storing physical assets like, like houses, if you're a real estate company, um, I've seen uh, like staffing agencies or recruitment agencies like store job listings in different industries. So like across education, across um, medical, etc. Like a big barrier at HubSpot recently was like multi-location businesses. So if, if I had franchises or different business units across the world, how could I store that in HubSpot? We've seen like a lot of companies use custom objects to store uh, their locations um, for tracking sales processes. Um, and then the other big thing is uh, storing shipment information about products that are being sold through HubSpot or through like an e-commerce integration with HubSpot. So sh shipping details like uh, like addresses and, and things like that. Um, they've been some of the creative custom products or custom objects that we've seen uh, being rolled out. Brilliant. Yeah. And that's what you know, I really like about HubSpot is that before even before custom objects it was um it was really exciting to try and think of ways to always come up with a solution how to do something in hubspot and there's always a way around if you can't do it the standard way in hubspot there's always a way you can use a different part of it or a different part of an object or a record or a data field to do something in hubspot i think custom objects just increases that capability and the flexibility even more 
where you can, you know, if, if you want to do something within a CRM or set your business up a certain way within the CRM, you can now do it pretty much any way you want to. And I just think that flexibility is great, especially for enterprise level businesses. Definitely. It's uh, like I always like use the analogy of Lego with HubSpot, like and even before custom objects came on the scene, like there was always multiple ways to to find a solution to something. And, you know, I've seen people even reshape the deals object to be an invoice object or, or things like that. But now with custom objects, you've even got more Lego to play with. So, yeah, solutions are endless. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. So in terms of custom objects going into the future then um could you tell us how hubspot are planning to build custom objects out further into the platform yeah absolutely uh so again like we launched it in late september so it's relatively new for us uh we are working at making it a first class uh citizen object in hubspot so like the big thing at the moment is the crm team is working with the list segmentation team so to be able to build lists uh using custom object data and again using that list uh, segmentation ability inside of workflows as well so that's the big thing that we're working on um more advanced reporting with custom objects uh, so reporting is always a big ask uh, from our customers. So we are working at more advanced custom object reporting, uh, user permissions on custom objects. Uh, so like different teams would be able to view or different individuals within those teams would be able to view custom objects. Um, the other big thing is the ability to access custom objects through our native Salesforce connector. Uh, so that's another big part of the custom object project that's been worked on. And then I think like from my side of the fence on the developer side, I think uh, we'll probably see a ton of new apps in the marketplace and across the CMS that will leverage custom object power. Um, so we'll see a lot more extensibility across like connected apps and integrations. Um, so watch out. I think custom objects is only just getting started and will be a lot more powerful by the end of 2021. Oh yeah, definitely. It'd be, it'd be so interesting to see by the end of next year and the year after that, just see how how things have changed within HubSpot and you know how custom objects will probably be more embedded into the platform. And um, you know, yeah, I can't wait to see exactly what you can do next year because it's just changing so fast. Yeah. So just to finish off, I, I always ask everyone from HubSpot this question, just in hope of having a peek inside what you guys are, are currently brewing up for us all um, over there at HubSpot. So what's the next big thing? What's the next big release for you guys? Yeah, I think like something that's that's pretty exciting that will happen, you know, in the next couple of months is um, again on the object theme at Inbound, we also released something called a marketing event object, which kind of probably didn't get as much spotlight as as custom objects did. But um, like with a marketing object, you can now kind of aggregate marketing event data inside of this object and it will appear inside the app. Uh, so like event object or event data, like from Eventbrite or GoToWebinar or from any kind of like virtual events that you're running at the moment due to COVID. And, you know, in 2021, if we ever get back to a place of having physical events. Uh, so this the marketing object is another big thing that we will be working on in 2021. So watch out for that. Um, along with the marketing object, we're looking at releasing an invoice object. Uh, so th this is all in the lineup of our standard objects. So contacts, companies, deals, custom objects, marketing event, invoice uh, object. And the interesting thing about the invoice object, it will um, let you create a standard way of capturing financial information uh, from a connected system of record, like an ERP or an accounting system. And all of that will be available inside of HubSpot 
which means that you can have list segmentation. It means that you can have automation through workflows. It means that you can have re reporting ability uh, all across custom objects, marketing objects, and invoice objects. Uh, the other thing is, uh, like we're really pushing into the platform space. Uh, so right now, we're in the middle of upgrading our APIs to what we call V3. So that's like a new design standard that we've implemented in 2020 and we'll continue to roll out over 2021. What that means for customers is you will see a lot more uh, apps in our app marketplace. So connected apps, plugging that into your, into your HubSpot account. So be ready for a lot more extensibility across the app landscape. Um, the other thing is we are also releasing app objects. So this is something that we're going to launch in the near future. What are app objects? These are kind of additional pre-configured objects uh, built by HubSpot that will actually appear inside a customer's account upon installation of an integration. So, you know, custom marketing and invoice objects are just the start of it. Uh, app objects, once our app builders and app marketplace get their hands on these, uh, there'll be a lot more objects to play with inside of HubSpot. Brilliant. So exciting times to come, definitely. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot there that's going to be released. So um, yeah, looking forward to seeing it all being put in place and uh, getting using it. Brilliant. Well, thank you for your time today, Ramona. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I'm sure that our listeners will be off right now, probably thinking about custom objects and probably trying to set them up. Well, not trying to set them up in their own port, but planning them out thoroughly first with the intention of adding them to their own portal so <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you for joining me today no worries and thanks for having me and i'm excited to see uh, the opportunity that custom objects will bring to uh, to customers and developers over the next few months